0: going on y'all this is your host social introvert back again with another episode of the inspiration series on this podcast so first uh obviously i always give a shout out to my listeners um because <clears throat> without y'all i wouldn't be here right uh this is a passive income opportunity for me uh where i earned uh, passive income <laughs> by speaking my mind, uh, speaking about a few things I'm thinking about randomly. Um, I know this podcast, it's kind of, um, it's not your typical podcast. Like I don't write things down and, and, um, go based off of a script or a plot. I kind of just brainstorm and just go with the flow. And I know I've been saying that I want to, um, start doing podcasts that way and i actually am uh because uh i've been learning a lot of information um that i think is very beneficial um for people who care about their financial future and security and uh knowing laws as well but for now um i've just been brainstorming so um before i begin again i want to thank you all for sharing this with your family and friends um Also, I told y'all that I would be dropping books soon. I'm actually waiting on uh, the design for my book to come back and it actually should be completed today. And once that's completed today, I can go ahead and upload the book on Amazon and that will be available. I think it's about 48 to 72 hours before it goes live. So if any of y'all know anything about Amazon KDP, man, they got some strenuous, uh, re- uh, requirements when it comes to uploading books. Um, you gotta have like the right type of PDF file. You gotta have the right gutter sizes and in and out sizes and margin sizes on your, uh, Microsoft Word PDF. Uh, it gets kind of strenuous. I remember the very first book I put out, I, man, it took hours and hours and hours to get the right size for the book to go through uh amazon kdp and when it finally went through i had to make several changes after that because it was bleeding the pages the wording was off man it it is tough but those books would be available very soon um so let's get started uh this is the last episode as you all know if you study numerology nine is the number of endings and beginnings um And i typically try to do uh nine episodes per season and i was thinking like who should i who should i do for the last episode and to be honest with you i didn't know this was the last episode i had to check to see what episode came before this and it was episode eight so this is the last episode um and i came up with it when i was sitting here thinking i was like maybe i might do goku because goku inspired me as a kid and still due to this this day because dragon ball z is still going on well dragon ball super at this point but um thought came to my head immediately and i was like it's a no-brainer so i lightly spoke on this person um on episode seven of this season uh when i spoke on uh my older brother and how he inspired me and um I was like, man, that that would be perfect. That would be perfect for me. So without further ado, uh, this last episode will be on my favorite teacher of all time. And my favorite teacher of all time was my high school marching band director, Mr. Boulder. Now, this is someone I haven't really spoken on ever, really, to anybody Um, (laughs) In person or over the phone But uh, Mr. Boulder was the band director for the high school And if you remember my story for um, episode 7 He's the one that actually propelled me into the music So obviously it was really my brother So let me take a step back When I was younger I used to bang on pots and pans Like most musicians do then i had like a little drum set when i was like two three four years old while i was in germany and like i told y'all before my older brother was also a drummer as well well i should say percussionists and we are percussionists because we play multiple instruments that are considered percussion percussion right so from marimbas, xylophones uh snares we both played quints in high school and the marching band um and other sports um snare, drum set, timpani, uh, you name it. Pretty much all percussion instruments, piano, uh, we played it. And um, I went with my brother to one of his uh, rehearsals for a jazz band that he had. Um, And my brother was in a jazz band. And I went with a rehearsal. I went with him to a rehearsal during the summer of my brother's senior year of high school. He had just graduated, and I think they was preparing for something. And I went with him, and um, that's where I met Mr. Boulder at. He heard me play the drums, and he went and spoke directly with the middle school band director when I was going to seventh grade to put me in band, and I started in an intermediate class because of my talent. Now, I couldn't read very well, but my talent alone got me put in a place where I wasn't necessarily qualified for um so fast forward to uh eighth grade i had i was in the jazz band in the middle school we had a concert and um i was there and we had a drum solo at the end i remember the song to this day uh it was called i heard it through the grapevine and it was like a small eight bar solo at the end of the song. And. When we did this concert, like, normally the the bands don't be packed out. Like, these little jazz band concerts from middle schools don't be packed out like that. But, uh, word was getting around that there was this killer-ass drummer (laughs) playing uh, at the middle school concert. So, there was actually quite a bit of high school students that were at this concert waiting to hear me play. I did my solo, smacked, and... um (laughs) It was, it was dope. I got the standing ovation and all that. And I also was good enough to be a part of the marching band for the high school while I was in eighth grade. So, um, again, that had everything to do with, uh, the high school band teacher, you know, seeing the talent in me and, you know, prepping me prior to getting to high school. And I'm not gonna lie. In eighth grade, I was in a trap, uh, the pit. Right. So that's where all the extracurricular activities go on when you're not like actually marching on the field, like you're playing marimbas, pianos, bass, drums, you know, all kinds of other things. But you're just not marching and you stand in front of the football field. And um, I had to learn how to read music. I had to learn how to play like the marimba and all these other things. And then eventually when I got to high school, ninth grade, I think I was in the pit again, but then i started learning how to play quints which is the person who carries like five drums so you know in marching band you typically got five bass drums from small to largest then you got a snare line then you got the quint line and sometimes you might have a tenor line if you're part of a show band versus dci style marching so um i started playing uh i think i was still in the pit in ninth grade and then 10th and 11th grade is when i was actually marching um but Inside the classroom, uh, Mr. Boulder was—he uh, was a very strict guy. And when I mean strict, like he—he he was a—he was a very highly intelligent guy, right? He played multiple instruments as well. Um, but this guy was a, a very strict guy. For example, he—we would have to do scale tests, you know, like every few weeks. You know, you got to get a grade in band class too we had to do scale tests. And as far as scale tests, um, you have to play a scale, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, right? Up and down. And then do an arpeggio all the way up, all the way down. And you only have to do that for one octave. Um, And then some people like myself, I'll go try and go beyond, do two octaves, Sometimes I try and do three octaves and if I could go all the way to the top and all the way back down, which is I think about four and a half octaves or whatever. And you could do it perfectly. You would not get higher than a 95, 96 on a scale. Nobody ever got a hundred on any test. I think the highest score he ever gave out was like a 97 or a 98. To be honest with y'all, I was one of those highest scores. (laughs) We had because at the end, uh, I think towards the end of uh, the semester, you got to do a drum set test, and that was my specialty. I didn't really care about marimbas and snares and quints and all that other stuff. My my thing was drum sets, and I got the highest drum set score I think he's ever given out. Um, and people, it it was surreal, right? It was like people who were like upperclassmen was skip class or or skip lunch to come and watch my my drum set test for class, and um, I I remember like Mr. Boulder was like a uh, a father figure to me as well. Like when I am telling y'all like he 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 was a father figure for a lot of the kids at my school, because um, a lot of people were you know in single parent households, and like I said, Mr. Boulder did not play. Like I, even if you were the most talented person in the world, you didn't get away with not practicing. You didn't get away with skipping practice. You didn't get away with trying to skip a football game and go to competitions. You didn't, you didn't get away with stuff. Right. Um, there was a point my senior year, right. I was on the fence about doing marching band. And, um, cause I was like, man, I'm too cool for this. Like, the, my junior year of high school was probably the best year of marching band uh, simply because everybody that could really play as far as, you know, snare line, quints, and all that other stuff was graduating. And then my senior year, um, it was just like, man, this is kind of lame. Like, you know, it's not as cool no more. Like, And I thought I was just going to show up without going to band camp in the summer and, and play over, I think it was a, a freshman or sophomore. I think it was a freshman or a sophomore who was really putting the work in and, and wanting to march Quince. And um I thought I was just gonna walk up there and start playing. And for lack of better words, he was basically like, hell no. <laughs> you're not doing that. You you ain't come to practices and all this other stuff. And like he'll laugh about it and joke with it, but he's dead serious. Like you're not about to you're not about to come up in here. And take somebody's spot who really wanted it and who's been working for it i don't care how talented or or who you are and obviously i had no choice but to you know respect that but i ended up um working as a musician around town so it didn't make a difference to me because i'd rather make money uh playing music versus doing it for free um but it worked out but as i was stating earlier like uh he provided several opportunities for me Um, especially when it came to, uh, Chapel Hill. So many of y'all don't know, but I I may have spoken on it prior to, uh, I was young and dumb and stupid, uh, chasing women out here, uh, throughout high school, instead of, you know, focusing on my career. And we used to do jazz competitions every year. So every year we would go do a Duke Ellington competition at Chapel Hill. And every single year I played drums, I would get an outstanding soloist award. And I remember meeting a a Professor Anderson. And I can't remember the trumpet guy's name, but I remember Professor Anderson because he was the pianist. And he could play, like for real. So they offered me an opportunity to come to Chapel Hill. Um, My grades were okay. Like, I I didn't really care about school. Um, I was one of those people who was like, I'm smart I don't need to study you know I don't, I don't really care about school I hated school um, because I wanted to you know do music or you know just do something to make money and um, he was like uh, if your grades aren't good enough to get in Chapel Hill that's cool um, obviously you can use financial aid and get in but we have this special program here at the school where if you're in the top 1% of the people auditioning, you can get a full ride scholarship for music. And at the time, you know, it sounded really good because I, I used to love going to Chapel Hill, especially on Franklin Street, right? And um, it was like, you know, if you audition and get in 1%, we can get you a full ride scholarship. I really believe you should do it and try it. Um, and <clears throat> at the time, like I said, uh, I was in a single parent household and I I didn't have the support I needed to get to that opportunity. I did audition for another uh, school of the arts in Winston-Salem, I think it was. And that was a disaster. Like, I didn't even have sticks or anything when I showed up. My older brother had to bring, you know, his old uh, music stuff for me uh, to help me for the audition. And after seeing and experiencing the people around campus... Uh, even the people that my family was running into while I was at this particular audition, I'm actually kind of glad I didn't go to that school, <laughs> but I still think it would have been a pretty cool experience. But anyways, back to this other audition, um, I didn't actually get a chance to go to that audition. And, uh, my senior year of high school, I ended up playing piano because we didn't have a piano player. So I had to learn how to play piano and um jazz band and i did not get an outstanding solo award, which is cool because i'm not a pianist i was a drummer but that was an opportunity that i missed but at the end of the day the opportunity was provided uh for me and again um i didn't have access to a car at the time to go and drive for like the all-state jazz auditions and the all-district jazz auditions but my my teacher informed me that you know i would have made it easily right but being that i didn't have the access to do it um those are other you know opportunities that were missed but again at the end of the day mr boulder was a uh a very huge influence on my life there's some things that i wanted to do for him um long after i graduated Um, there was a guy I know who used to build drums and do custom drums. And I wanted my school mascot, uh, we were the tigers. And, um, so we used to wear obviously black, orange, white, you know, and I wanted to get him a custom eye of the tiger snare, uh, that one of my friends made and, you know, give it to him as a gift, you know, to show, you know, appreciation and all that other things. But I never got that snare. And uh, my my band teacher ended up retiring shortly after I graduated. Then he came back and then he left again. And I think he moved up to Charlotte or something like that. But um, he was a very, 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 very huge influence on my life. He was uh, a father figure, um, a strong dude. Like he was he was that guy. Like he, he did type down, come in and yell at you, make you feel like shit. And then, you know build you back up and then the next day like nothing happened right so he had he had this little office that we used to go into (laughs) he used to have this little office inside the band room and excuse me excuse me he had this small office in the room and we used to go in there and chill out like i used to skip class to go to his class sometimes he'll let me chill in there sometimes not um, but he was just, he was just an overall great guy and a great role model. Uh, never had any scandals or issues or anything like that. Uh, I remember uh, when his uh, wife passed to cancer and we did, uh, uh, it was, it was a rough time around that time. Cause you know, she used to be at all the events supporting, uh, even his daughter, I was in the band with her as well before she graduated. Funny enough, I was in. I was in marching band with his daughter and my older brother, who was six grades ahead of me, was also in the band with her as well. So um, that's a cool little fun fact. But again, uh, he was awesome. And I almost forgot there were times where he would come and pick me up in the morning for a jazz band rehearsal because my mom didn't feel like taking me to jazz band rehearsal in the morning before school and sometimes i would have to catch the bus and then run to you know run from one end of the parking lot of the school to the other side of the school just to try to get the last few minutes of jazz band rehearsal and um there were times where mr boulder he would come pick me up in the morning just to make it a jazz band rehearsal so that way we could actually compete you know when it came time to the competitions and then other times uh i would leave for marching band rehearsal and my mom wouldn't be able to you know, pick me up from rehearsal or practice and Mr. Boulder would take me home, right? He would take me home or I would catch a ride with, you know, some of my other friends who lived in my neighborhood, but he went above and beyond, not just for me, (coughs) but for other, you know, less fortunate people in the band as well. He had deals worked out with certain restaurants in the city where they would give us a discount at prices, almost to the point of driving them, you know, out of business. But again, they had that much faith in the community and in the band and in Mr. Boulder. And, um, you know, it was it was an awesome experience. I can't lie. It, it was a really good experience um, going through uh, and learning music with that guy. Like top top of the line, top tier stand up guy, no issues whatsoever with him. <clears throat> just a, just an all around great dude. And I hope that you all have similar stories with people in your lives that are, uh, you know, role models and have impacted your life in, in many different ways. Um, for some people, it might be a basketball coach, football coach, soccer coach, tennis coach, uh, wrestling coach, gymnastics, whatever you do, um, or, or even just a regular teacher inside the school. Right. Because not only was he a teacher in the school, but, you know, like I said, I was in the marching band with him. I did several different ventures with him from jazz bands to um, marching band to regular concert band. You know, I did a lot of different things with him and and even gigs on the side. So that's it, y'all. Shout out to Mr. Boulder, man. Shout out to Mr. Boulder. And with that being said, y'all, this is the end of the Inspiration series. Um, I will start back uh, on reading laws and stuff like that um, when I go to season 12, because this is the end of season 11. Um, Be sure, y'all, to share this with your friends and family. Be sure to check out my uh, website, www.linktree.com forward slash sonnetter. Uh, You'll find both of my books. You'll find my podcast. You'll find my stock options course for trading uh, ticker symbol S&P 500 SPY along with SPX. Um, Also, my books are Get Rid of Yourself. And the second book is Hack Yourself, Design Your Life or Accept Your Fate. And again, like I said, be on the lookout. Uh, I'll be dropping these two new books soon. I don't want to say the names yet, but Again, be on the lookout. Um, I I most definitely put these pictures up for the books that I'll be releasing on the next episode. I may take a week off. Uh, I typically take a week or two off after I finish a series. But um, yeah, these books are these books are going to be out and I I believe you all enjoy them. I'm really about to start pushing these books out hard and heavy Um, and two of them are already done. Like I said, two of them are already done. I'm waiting on uh, the design to come back, which should be back today. The guy has, let me check. My uh, The guy hired to do my book design has three hours and 55 minutes left to uh, send me back a book cover. So after that book cover comes back, that book is going up today. And then if I like his work, I'll be going back to him for my second book um, my second book cover. I could have did both at the same time, but like I said, I want to see his work first. If I like how he did his first, how he does this book, I'll send him my second book. If not, I'll find somebody else today and get that book in the goings too. All right. And now, uh, and that'd be four books that I got out, right? Someone who hates writing got four books completed. <laughs> so, um, I actually, I actually have another one in my notepads that's in the works, but <sighs> I don't know. I wanted to push these other books out. So I'll have officially four books out. Shout out to me <laughs> for uh, being ambitious and, you know, looking to accomplish more goals and change people's lives. So that being said, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Have a great day. Namaste, hotel, Islam, peace, shalom, all of those words and in between. Share it.